Blog Talk Radio. Reverend Sean McCain, I'd like to welcome listeners to Sacred Sunday. Sacred Sunday was created just to focus on the tenet that Sunday is a special day to set aside some time for spiritual focus, meditation, and prayer. All faith are welcome. I am a Christian in recovery, and Bible readings will be out of the Ryrie Study Bible, and you may use any Bible you wish. I have had many spiritual experiences and gratitude 
we just have ongoing Bible readings and read from other selected materials, and we're just focused on being a real selves and carrying the message given to us. For our opening prayer, let's say together, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have uh, terrible news to report today. We give our deepest condolences to the family and friends of those 50 people that were murdered in Orlando this morning by terrorists. We also pray for the healing of the 54 injured and solace for the parents that have lost their loved ones and their family and their kids. We also pray for those who suffer from this evil terrorist and who live in fear. We ask you to depend on faith in Christ and your Heavenly Father, and we're very upset and sad about it. And um, we're just we're going to be watching out all day um, to see what's been going on over there. And there's just so many critically injured. There's 54 critically injured, that, so we might even lose more, but I hope not. And um, as we do, and as we always have been since I started this broadcast, we pray for all Christians being persecuted worldwide. The freedom to worship and lives are in jeopardy. I've said this prayer every morning for the last uh, few years. Anyway, little did I know that uh, such horrible terrorism and just evil acts are, are going to be happening like this. It's just terrible, and I'm really upset, but I have asked a prayer to be sent to all of them. Okay, we pray for all those who are suffering violence from here and abroad. We pray also for those who are sick in mind and body and those who are lonely and uncomforted. God, forgive us our sins. We pray for those suffering for domestic violence in their own home. And we also pray for freedom of addiction of all kinds, even the addiction to hatred. Please, God, send your Archangel Michael to fight against evil and protect lives that are taken for distorted evil reasons. We do believe there have become martyrs and uh, we have your angels watch over everyone and watch their steps so that uh, we can fearlessly march forward in our lives and continue to live like every day is our last and give endless thanks to God. And then we also have many just, we also pray for our president and all the policymakers and we pray for the new president coming up. They have many decisions to make, and we're praying for all countries for a problem of suffering all over the whole world. So we pray for the sanity of our leaders and that they cope well and uh, overcome any uh, hatred or anything else, and that we should respect our leaders. And um, we also want to pray for all countries and problems of suffering all over the world, and we also Send our prayers out to those that suffer in the world, including the animals that can't speak for themselves. Please, God, turn away the evildoers that are out to hurt and they enjoy pain of others, even the animals. We ask Jesus to bless us and help us grow into his care, and everyone and their families are in our constant prayer. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you don't have a Bible with you, you can also go to an online Bible source 
and I get over there now at www.biblia.com because we're on Second Timothy chapter 2 this morning. And um, I also want to uh, thank the, the music group Save, and this is my CD, Native Angels by Save, S-A-V-A-E. And if you want to order a, con- a copy, contact Save.org. And they're also on Facebook. They do live shows, and you can listen to them for free on YouTube. And they also have a CD on Amazon. That's where I got my last CD. Now, if you have a birthday today, I want to wish everybody a happy and blessed birthday and that you have a very prosperous year ahead and that whatever it takes to build your strength and your faith, we hope that and pray that you learn that uh, this year. And and we also speak for us that you, that God help all the people that need healing, including myself, uh, you know, sometimes you run out of steam that you're just so sick and whatever your sickness or injury is, um, we pray God heal you or speed your recovery. We also ask this in Jesus' name. Okay, so let's get to uh, our fearless new people who have given us a kind of a funny summary about the chapter we're about to read today. But they also have a lot of, uh, they're Harvard students, and they go through each chapter and get the main points out, after which we'll read the Bible. Okay, so this is the summary of Second Timothy chapter 2, Suffering Builds Character. Yep. Now Paul gives Timothy some advice. Stay strong, young man. It'll be Timothy's job to pass on everything he's heard from Paul, and honestly, it's not going to be an easy task. He needs to be like a soldier who is willing to suffer to make the commander happy or a star athlete who wins by following the rules of a farmer who gets to take the first bite of the crops he grew. If Timothy is having trouble understanding any of these metaphors, she just takes some time and think. Paul says God will give him the answer key shortly. Paul may be in chains because of Jesus, but God's words can't be changed. He's also willing to go to England so that God's people can be saved and spend an eternity with Jesus. So basically, God helps those who stick by his side. If you die with him, you live. questioning. If Timothy is always in his best behavior, no one will ever have a reason to question him, right? Because questioning leads to sin, and so everyone just needs to listen up if they want to stay on the path to heaven. Paul doesn't want anyone to end up like Hymenius and Phileus, who seem to think the resurrection has already happened. Well, you know, it hasn't, because if you're not not following your Bible, the signs are there, except that we don't know the day. Just remember that. It's kind of like the drawer in the house that holds all the utensils. Some of these utensils are fancy silver serving spoons that last for years, and others are just boring wooden spoons that you toss in the trash when they get old. Basically, Paul is saying that you want to be like God's special silver serving spoon, valuable, sturdy, and the kind of thing God doesn't want to toss aside. Paul also tells us, Timothy, not to act childish. We should keep his record clean and not get involved in stupid arguments all the time. Even when people are oh so wrong about Jesus, Timothy needs to treat them with kindness. Hey, maybe God will change their silly devil-possessed minds one day, he says. Wow. Anyway, so let's start right now. This is the, we're going to actually go to our Bibles and 
Let's see. So it's Second Timothy, chapter two. And I love this Rari study Bible. To me, it's uh, really easy. And uh, I love all the notes. And let's see. Let me try to find this here. First Timothy, Second Timothy. Okay, Second Timothy, chapter two. Okay, you therefore, my son, and be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. He is single-minded. Three, suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. An act of service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not win the prize because he competes according to the rules. A weakling farmer ought to be first to receive his share of crops. Consider what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember, Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, descended of David according to my gospel, for which I suffer the hardship even to imprisonment as a criminal. But the word of God is not imprisoned. For this reason, I endure all things for the sake of those who are chosen, so that they also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus and with it eternal glory. It is a trustworthy statement, for if we died with him, we will also live. If we endure, we will also reign with him. Deny him, we will also deny us. He remains faithful. He cannot die, deny himself then he is sound of faith. Now we're up to 14. Remind them of these things, of the solemnity which is useless and least. Be diligent to the present yourself approved to God as a woman. It's not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. But avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness. And their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, men who have gone astray from the truth, saying that the resurrection had already taken place, and they upset the faith of some. Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God stands. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who names the name of the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. He is sanctified. Now up to 20. Now in a large house, there is not only gold and silver vessels, but also vessels of wood and earthenware, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, useful in the master, for the master prepared for every good work. Now, flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from the pure heart, but refuse foolish and ignorant speculations, knowing that they produce quarrels. The Lord's bondservant must not be quarrelsome, but he be kind to all, able to teach, patient when wronged. With gentleness, correction, those who are in opposition, if perhaps God may grant them 
repentance leading to the knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. Okay, that's that's the end of the negativity chapter 2. And we will go to chapter 3 next week. And let's read the notes now. Um, 2-1. This verse seems to sum up all the teaching of chapter 1. Timothy, you have the gift of power from God through Christ. Now find your strength to end this gift of grace. And then 2 is heard from me. The content of Paul's teaching is not stated, but was clearly understood by Timothy. Many witnesses, perhaps the elders of Timothy's ordination, or more likely the many who had been at different times heard Paul's preaching. And then two four is entangled. A minister must not must put priority on his calling and be completely dedicated to his task and his commander. The picture in this verse two five is of an athlete who must play according to the rules. A minister must adhere to the requirement of his calling, making the word and the will of God is the standard in all things. And then 2.6, the hardworking farmer receives a share of the crops just as the dedicated soldier is approved by his commander and the trained athlete wins. And then he says uh, on 2.7, consider if they would reflect on his teachings in the previous verses, Christ would open up for them depths of meaning. Well, that was a beautiful thing. That's why we keep studying so we actually try to understand what the written word is and uh, do what it says. Because the word of God remains unimprisoned, and then 2.11 died, perhaps in reference to the crucifixion of the sin of nature or a reference to a physical death, or we die physically, we shall be raised physically. So 2.12 is we endure in this life, we shall reign in our glorified state. So we have to endure this, this life but we shall reign in a glorified state. Uh, those who are, are deny the professing people who will in turn be disowned by him. Okay, and if we are faithless, he remains faithful. A statement of consistency of God's character, a strong promise to believers the, the security of his salvation, even though that he may lose all rewards. Do not wrangle about words. Do not indulge in word battles wordy controversies, and quibbling about words. These are only not only profit-less, but harmful to those that hear it. That's the truth. Okay, so then uh, 2.15, correctly handling the word of God in both analysis and presentation in contrast to the inane interpretations of the false teachers. Yeah, because people do get off the beam. If you just stick with the Bible, they start saying things that might sound good, but it doesn't have the ring of truth for me. You know, it's like dry paper. And then he's talking about these two people, Harmonious and Philatelo. I can't pronounce the last name. Those troublemakers they were probably teaching the doctrine of the resurrection had only an allegorical or spiritual meaning. The Gnostic teaching conceived of resurrection allegorically as referring to uh, acquaintance with the truth and and occurring at baptism. Okay, which is not what we believe. We believe that there will be a rapture and that we're going to heaven and, you know, there's going to be the revelation. Anyway, on uh, 2.19, a mark of authentication ownership. In 20 through 21, there will be some wicked persons 
vessels of wood and of earthenware to every church, but no one need remain wicked. Okay, so that's a blunt truth. Lust, not only immoral but foolish things. Temptation is to be avoided by fleeing what hinders, by following what helps, and seeking the company of spiritual people. And then uh, it goes on to say, for the purpose of gentile and pa- gentle and patient correction is remedial, to bring repentance, and two, to acknowledge the truth, and three, to release from Satan's trap. So we have to be gentle with people and help them, even if they're in conflict with what you're saying. You're supposed to be understanding and kind, and I'm trying, God. Please help me keep doing this. Anyway, the last the last uh, verse is 2:26, and it's saying uh, held captive by Satan and Satan's will. And some understand this to mean released from Satan to do God's will. I believe that it's actually released from the bonds that are tying you, so you can do God's will. So let's see. Let's look at the time here. I appreciate everybody waiting today. There was some working done on the place where I'm living. And uh, it was so loud, I could not record. So now it's nice and quiet, and I hope you can hear this very well. And uh, why don't we go ahead? I've got about eight minutes. So let me find a story in my trusty Rari. I'm sorry, not Rari. Um, Let's see. Well, nice. It says uh, here, Children's Corner. Guy posts best love stories, and this is the children's corner. When life gives you scraps, make a quilt. And this is by Kanani Beck of Selton, California. Rags. On the brink of adulthood, I stood at the pile of miserable rags my childhood dealt me. I gazed wistfully at another's lovely fabric. Gorgeous, useful garments were in their family legacy. My only hope was piecework. I could use the tattered scraps to construct a quilt or let them sit and use them in a pile. Looking at my pitiful supply of colorless cloth, I noticed a beautiful piece of padded material available for the backing. Surely this was Jesus and his power to transform my life. Dare I let him try? Materials for a quilt were there, but did I want to examine the pain from my past? Reluctantly, I threaded a needle. Shaking in fear, I grabbed my rag of abandonment. At last count, two failed adoptions and four abandonments earned me the title California's Most Orphaned Orphan. Holding the scrap to the backing, I watched in amazement as God's transforming love remodeled the good parts of these fragments into a a sturdy velvet nine patch. Frayed edges disappeared, leaving the hem seams in their place. I struggled to belong, continued. My struggle to belong continued, but now God's acceptance and contentment began to heal my soul. Curious now, I reach into the lifeless pile and seize the fringe of fear. Severe abuse and neglect left me terrified of trusting people. Placing the fringe on the backing, I helped with, I yelped with delight as God washed the rag's scarred surface with a shining yellow light. As the snippet changed form, I began a quilt, a square of courage and friendship. Next was a broken dreams rag. I seriously doubted God could change this decrepit tatter. How often have I lost everything? My beloved twin sister, a precious baby sister, other siblings, parents, belongings, dreams turned to ashes repeatedly. Tentatively, I tossed the scrap in, in the backing. 
A glistening wave in the rainbow colors appeared. Broken dreams became patterns of determination and acceptance of God's will. Suddenly, it wasn't hard to look at the pile of scraps, knowing that God was giving them purpose and meaning in my life. One by one, I placed pieces in the backing. Anger became the square for forgiveness. Hurt, mistrust, and sadness and failure became soothing patches of comfort, trust, joy, and accomplishment. Tears trickled down my cheeks as I comprehended the change that God brought in my pathetic rag pile. With the loving and delicate hands of the Lord, the rag girl is becoming a work of beauty. I have learned that life is a matter of attitude. We can share and discuss in self-pity at difficult circumstances, or we can allow God to take our tattered, battered lives and mend the torn parts and sew the healthy pieces together into priceless treasures that bring joy and comfort to others. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29:11. Trust him. When life hands you scraps, make a quilt. Kiani Beck completed her studies at the Christian Light School this spring and now attends Bethany Bible College. Kanana is involved with the Mount Hermon uh, Ponderosa Lodge, a Christian camp that trains maturing Christians to become leaders. Kanani's goal is to become a Christian camp director. Uh, thank you for that story, God. Hey. Amazing. So we come at, at the end of our little Bible service this morning, and I want to appreciate all you are listening now and listening in uh, archives, which will be available, you know, after today's service. And uh, let's say the, the prayer that we usually say at the end of our services. So, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. And I'm keeping all my friends and family and the poor people back in Orlando. I have everybody in my mind today and how much I love and treasure my precious family and friends. And I love you very much. And I, I ask you to keep my friend Rosemary in your prayers. She had a very hard fall and a very black eye and she was very bruised. Please keep her in your prayers too that she heal rapidly. And also for anybody suffering and need to prayer tonight. Just just together, let us pray for each other and not leave anybody without somebody praying for you. So we can all pray for each other, and everybody will have somebody praying over them. Okay? All right, that's it for today. Love you guys very much. Please stay tuned next week, hopefully 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll be here at 11 every Sunday morning or as soon as I can get on here. And I wish you all the best and love you very much. And may God's love live in your heart and true love find you. Bye-bye. Amen.
Thank you. 